Hi there, this is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. Jesus is preparing us to stand before Him that day. He's giving us revelation knowledge. He's telling us things to come. He's been teaching us the wiles of the enemy and how He has been controlling us. And we didn't know, but now Jesus is telling us so that we can be overcomers. Revelation 3.5 says that if we overcome, our name will not be blotted out of the book of life. So what does that tell us? Many times we think we're, we're Christians, but we're not overcoming. We're just laying down and just letting the enemy do whatever he wants. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. We're to be overcomers because we have Jesus living on the inside of us. How could we not overcome? Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for teaching us, telling us things to come, choosing us to prove that your will is good and perfect, choosing us to do good, to pick up where you left off to do that greater work, and now teaching us how to take that authority over the enemy that you gave to us. Just take over, Lord. We love you, embrace you, and give you all the glory. Today was talking to me about strongholds. I want to remind you in the Amplified Classic that we walk in the flesh. We're not carrying on our warfare according to the flesh, using mere human weapons. For the weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood, but they are mighty before God for the overthrow of strongholds. The overthrow and destruction of strongholds. And that's what he wants to talk to us about today. But I want to just finish. And so much as we refute arguments and theories and reasonings in every proud and lofty thing that sets itself up against a true knowledge of God, we're not supposed to let anything come set itself up against the true, the true knowledge of God. And we lead every thought and purpose away captive into the obedience of Christ, Messiah, the Anointed One. And so, you know, in the world, they have theories and reasonings. And they're exalted against, above, the true knowledge of God. And what Jesus is saying to me today is, as Christians, as His, part of that greater work, is to prove His will is good and perfect and break those strongholds, those lies that are exalted against the true knowledge of God by doing the Word, by taking captive those thoughts, by not letting the enemy overthrow, by speaking and doing and living the truth. Proving God's will is good and perfect. Not living by the theories and reasonings of the world. Their reasonings, their theories, their opinion, their, their way of doing is what he's saying. But do my way. Do it my way. Prove that you're mine. Prove that you're mine. Demolish those strongholds. It reminds me of the message. I read this in the message today. It's, it's good. We don't live or fight our battle. We don't live or fight our battles that way. 
Well, it starts out, <laughs> the world is unprincipled. It's dog-eat-dog -dog out there. The world doesn't fight fair. But we don't live or fight our battles that way. Never have and never will. The tools of our trade aren't for marketing or manipulation. Wow, yeah. But they're for demolishing that entire massively corrupt culture. We use our powerful God tools for smashing warped philosophies, tearing down barriers erected against the truth of God, fighting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of the life shaped by Christ. Our tools are ready at hand for cleaning the ground of every destruction and building lives of obedience into maturity. So he just put it, put it out there. We're doing it God's way. We're not doing it to make money. We don't want to help people to, to make money. And how did he say that? Um, the tools of our trade are not for marketing and manipulation. But they're for demolishing the entire massively corrupt culture we live in. Right? Everybody's out to make a buck. And God is saying, do my work. Teach my people. Cast those demons out. Stop letting the enemy control you. Show who I am. Isn't that exciting? Show who I am. We were talking about taking captive every thought because the enemy comes with thoughts to cause destruction in our lives. He, he, he's responsible for the corruptness and then those who follow him are responsible for following him. Our, our warfare isn't against each other. It's against the enemy. And he's been taking over. And Jesus said, I'm coming, and I need you to take over. I need you to do that greater work. I need you to do my work. I need you to resist the enemy. I need you to control your mind. I need you to think straight, correctly. I need you to think like I think. When we submit to God, the enemy is going to flee. When he can't control you and you're living in the peace of God, when you're, when you're living his way and showing who he was, who he is, being that example, then we're going to be showing those who are lost, the answer. But if we don't have the answer, then how can we give that answer? Romans 12, 2. I have the message Bible up, so I'll read that. Don't become so well adjusted to our culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be charged from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out in you, develops a well-formed maturity in you. And the same thing was said in um, 2 Corinthians 10 in the Message Bible. 
Our tools are ready at hand for cleaning the ground of every obstruction, building lives of obedience into maturity. Jesus said, if you believe in me, you're going to do what I was doing. He went around telling the truth, healing especially those who are harassed and oppressed by the enemy. Especially those. Because the enemy builds a stronghold in our thinking, as we've learned. And so we have to learn to think right and then teach others to think right. And as we think right and we're taking authority over the enemy and he's not controlling us anymore and we're living free from worry, stress, mental torment. You know, people are diagnosed by the world, talk about their way of marketing and... Um, how they exalt their knowledge against the true knowledge of God. Mental illness is really not a diagnosis. It's really the enemy controlling a person. And Jesus proved that over and over again. It's really the enemy controlling that person, that is seems like they're out of their mind, like they have a mental illness. It's because he's harassing them, oppressing them. And Jesus is saying, stop it. While the world is trying to make money on helping us, not intentionally, but maybe in some cases, but the enemy is a culprit. Because we don't know the real facts we're giving names to what really is the enemy roaming around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Mental illness is the enemy harassing and oppressing. He comes in a person's mind and takes over if we don't keep our thinking purified if we don't control what we think, if we don't know what's going on. He roams around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour, someone who doesn't know what's going on. It's mental torment from the enemy. That is, that is God's diagnosis. Jesus, when he was here, proved that. Right? The man that was cutting himself. It was a demon. People harm themselves because the enemy is saying to do it. Your children are cutting themselves because the enemy is tormenting them. And we have to know what's going on so we can put a stop to it. But we're so busy seeking our way of doing and being right, not his way, worrying about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, and what we're going to wear, this, that, and the other thing, that we don't know what's going on. Be sober, be vigilant, be self-controlled. The enemy of yours roams around like a roaring lion looking for someone he can devour. We can't be on that wide path fitting in. We have to know what the enemy is up to, and it's up to us to stop him. Jesus gave us power and authority. We have to care. Instead of being selfish and worrying about ourselves, 
Jesus is saying, do my work. You do my stuff, I'll take care of yours. You do my work, you prepare the way for me, and I'll make sure you have enough to eat, drink, and wear. I'll provide for you. I'll do all those things that you're struggling to do anyway, which are a waste of time because he's coming. We're supposed to be preparing the way for him. Not sitting around saying, I'm sick of this place. I'm waiting for Jesus. I can't wait to get out of here. Well, he's going to say, away from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. Because you weren't doing what he was doing. You didn't care. I'm just saying what he said. Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Not everyone who calls me Lord. Not you, those who are sitting on the couch waiting for me to come. Not caring about your neighbor will in turn to the kingdom of heaven, but those who do the will of my Father. This is important to him. He is, he is adamant in saying, go do my work. But it's ignored because we're so busy doing our own thing. He's saying, if you believe in me, you'll do my work. If you love me, you'll obey me. If you care about me, if you love me with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and you say you care about me, if you say you love me with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, then you should care about what I care about, and that is your neighbor. That is that person that is struggling. It's your concern. Not theirs. Not just theirs. We're here. We're here for Him to do His work. What you do for the least of men, you've done for me. And if you're in the wrong line, if you didn't do for the least of men, then you're going to be thrown out, thrown out into the outer darkness where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth. I'm just telling you what Jesus said. This is the truth. And you want to know the truth now. Not on that day when it's too late. You don't want to hear him say, away from me, I never knew you. You practice lawlessness. You want to be corrected now. Let him correct you now. Don't wait for that day when it's too late. So Jesus has been showing us by truth how to demolish those strongholds. How to outwit the enemy and prove the will of God. Resisting him in our own lives. And then going out and proving by the victory we have in our lives, his will is good and perfect. Jesus is asking you, will you do my work? Will you care about what I care about? Will you just not say it, but will you do it? Being well-adjusted to your surroundings and believing the lies of the enemy are walking down that wide path. But standing up for Jesus and saying, no, it's the enemy. And we have authority over him. And he's not going to rule us. Represent Jesus. That's the word I have for you today. Represent him. 
Don't just let the enemy walk all over you. Don't just bow down to the diagnosis. But stand up and who you are in him. He said, if you lack wisdom, you can ask him. He gives to all liberally without fault finding. So do that. Ask him for his wisdom. What do I do? How do I do it? Show me. It starts with being willing to be corrected. Revelation 3.19, I correct those I love. I convict and convict them. Let them tell you you're selfish. Let them tell you who you ignored. Let them tell you. Let them tell you. Let him correct you. He said he's knocking at the door of your heart, and if you would heed his voice, then he would come and live on the inside of you. And the opposite is true. If you won't heed his voice, if you're going to be like the Pharisees, and it's all about you, then he's not going to live on the inside of you. You might be calling him Lord and thinking he's in there, but the enemy comes dressed as an angel of light, and you may be listening to him. He's a liar and a thief. He has no compassion for you. It may, it may seem like the things he's telling you are good and comfortable, but at the last minute, you're going to know the truth. You're, you're going to know the truth about him if you're not listening now. It'll show up that day when you stand before Jesus. So, if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you and you're ready to heed his voice, commit to him. Look at his word every day and come in agreement with him and actually apply his word to your life. Not just say you know it, but not do it. Will you let him convict you, teach you, correct you? If you will, then pray with me right now. Let's pray. Jesus, we're asking you to come and live on the inside of us. We're willing to heed your voice, to prepare the way for you, to care about others, to demolish those strongholds, to come up against the enemy and stand, stand strong for you. We commit to you. Teach us. We love you and praise you. Give you all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever he's telling you to do, do it. I just got convicted of something that he asked me to do. He reminded me to do that. We have to care about others and put our plans aside if need be. Do that work. Resist the enemy and he'll flee. Tell him what to do. Don't let him tell you what to do. If you said that prayer, look at the word. John 1, 1, he is his word. Get to know him. Let him correct you. Get on your knees every day and worship him. Connect with him and you'll hear him. He'll manifest himself to you. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.